everybody don't adjust your dials that was just a brand new intro i know i know i, I, I change it up on you guys all the time I, but uh this is the same show it's wednesday guys we're gonna do our regular routine of entertainment news talk and we're gonna do a whole special for the eternals review this is a spoiler review of eternal so if you're watching this and you haven't seen eternals Prepare yourself, as I always say, because you're about to get spoiled. So if you like watch the movie, first, like stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the, uh, the whole movie for you. Bars. Did I just that didn't even really rhyme right? What the hell am I doing? Anyway, Amanda, help me out, because I'm I'm already syncing this damn intro. Guess what, guys? I have Amanda just vibing back in the his house. There she is. How Hello. Are you ready to do a little uh, Eternals talk with me? Uh, yes, I am. I've been dying to talk about this movie and ramble about this movie forever. <laughs> You've been talking on your TikTok channel about it a, a little bit and uh, and getting into some good uh, good uh, conversations about it. A little, yeah, just more like more so comedy or more so like sm small little snippets. I haven't really gone like on a full ramble, Marvel? and I'm like ready to go on a full ramble. <laughs> <laughs> but guys. If you want to follow uh, Amanda, uh, go go to her TikTok, go to Instagram, or uh, even on uh, it's it's the same uh, at on on Twitter as well, right? Amanda just vibing. Uh, yes, the, all the same uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything. Yeah, Amanda just vibing. Go uh, check her out. Uh, she's uh, got some awesome content uh, on there. I wanted to have uh, the sound bite. I'm working on a sound uh, board for all my favorite uh, TikTok personalities where I can just push a button and, and I was going to have like the, uh, the, the number one button to be like, be Amanda uh, saying her, her favorite, uh, her best catch phrase, the, the phrase that made Marvel studios afraid of her and TikTok lover at the same time when she screams Marvel. Like the way my mom used to scream at me when the when the street lights came on and I was playing outside. That's exactly what it sounds like. Let me just rant on that for a second. That's I just realized that's what it reminds me of. Now I'm upset and I got I got like some some memories from when I uh, stayed up past my curfew or stayed outside past my curfew and I would hear from down the street. Chris, <laughs> I have angry mom energy. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. That's why you're the the Marvel character that you play on TikTok is so afraid when you burst through that door because Marvel is is playing outside with his friends and the streetlights came on and you like, uh -uh, I got dinner ready. Where the hell is Marvel at? Marvel! Oh. <laughs> Y'all are like, what the hell is Chris talking about? But no, that's what that's that's funny though, and I love it. I wish I'd have had that soundbite ready, but I don't. But well, guys, we're gonna go through a couple of uh, uh, talking points for the movie. We saw uh, an advanced screening of it, so, and we and we couldn't wait to talk spoilers on it. I know there's been some spoilers talk on the Eternals since the movie has, has came out. I think that I saw one that came out like the day of. They were talking spoilers, but uh, I try to wait. I try to give people some time to. Um, to watch the movie uh, first before we start talking about uh, spoilers. So let's uh, get right into it. One of the topics that I wanted to talk about uh, was, uh, well, first I want to get into uh, something I saw on, um, on variety and from box office mojo. So guys, if you, if you uh, didn't see the, the news that the results of uh, that, the, the movie the eternals made what what was it about like 71 million for the 71 million the first weekend. weekend and worldwide it was uh, well over uh, 100 million now now for 
a Marvel movie. Now we're used pre-pandemic. We're not used to like numbers uh, like that. But I think in this uh, time, I think it's it's a win. If you ask me, what do you think? Oh, um, because I think what Shang Chi was a seventy-five right million uh, mm -hmm. the first weekend, and then what was Black Widow? Um, I know it beat Black Widow. It was it was around this. It it was like around the same numbers. But I think it. Uh, I think. Shang-Chi. Oh. oh, for opening weekend. No, I think Black Widow beat it for opening weekend, but I have to, I have to double check the numbers. I think I have it um, up uh, real quick. Let me see if I can uh, double check right here, uh, right next to you. I think, uh, what did it say? Black Widow, 80, 80.4 million. 80. And then what did, uh, what did Venom do? I think uh, Venom also one, did like 80. Uh, 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 90? Is it is that 90? 90? Oh, damn. Is it damn, 80 or But like... I might be wrong about that. Let me, have, let me double check. But yeah, but I think that's what it did. No, go ahead. What were you about to say? Oh, yeah. Because um, here's the thing. It's like We have to remember it's like pre-pandemic numbers and current pandemic numbers are not going to be the same. So mm -hmm. like, and also, um, unfortunately, Eternals was banned in several countries. So that also does affect box office openings however it did really well like for what's going on right now right and how like a lot of people aren't going to theaters and how a lot of people aren't like experiencing movies the same way they were before right it's a really good opening weekend yeah and no and i, and I just confirmed i zoomed in real quick yeah it's 90 it says uh 90 so real quick so venom 2 90 million uh opening weekend shang chi 75.4 million no time to die 55.2 jungle cruise 35 halloween kills 49.4 uh, Fast Nine, 70 million. Eternals, 71.3 million. Dune, 41. Black Widow, 80.4. And A Quiet Place 2, 47.5. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. like Venom, like, wow, like Venom was. <laughs> Blew it out of the water. I, 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 I didn't think... see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think also because of the after credit scene of Venom, a lot of people probably wanted to see for themselves. Yeah. But um for honestly for like pandemic levels it's a good opening weekend yeah. like it's not bad at all by comparison to any of the other big releases this year and you said you saw you saw the movie you got an invite uh, uh to go go see it you uh checked it out uh, uh miss amanda is over here she's acting all modest but she deserves it all you executives sony universal disney <laughs> Uh, uh, what is it? A, what was that? What's that? Uh, uh, Blumhouse, Blumhouse, whatever. I don't care. What's your name? Call Amanda right now. Re reach out and give her these damn uh press credentials because she because <laughs> uh, she uh deserves it. Nobody covers these things on TikTok better uh better than her. Maybe besides me, of course. But she she's like ten percent better than me. If eight percent better than me, and uh, and her followers, her hundreds of thousands to my what three followers agree <laughs> that she's uh, she's superior on uh, uh at, at this. But I. I enjoy when you when you are excited because you're a fan and mm -hmm. you enjoy these Marvel movies, these comic book movies in general. And when you give your two cents about about something and you're really passionate about it, you 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 really I really see you putting your heart out there. How did you feel when you saw that the critics that the critic score like on Rotten Tomatoes was was dipping? What what was your first thought? Um, I'm not gonna lie, because a lot of people, especially when I do kind of get more serious and when I do kind of like stray away from the comedy and go more into like the serious subjects, a lot of people tend to 
brush you off mm. and not really listen to what you're saying and why you're saying it. And when I saw that those reviews started to dip like that, in my head, in my brain, I'm just like, okay, if this had been any other movie with any other cast, would they have been judging it like that? And obviously I wouldn't know because I didn't see the movie for the world premiere. I saw it about two days before it came out. Um, and I didn't get to kind of see it for myself because I'm one of those people where it's just like, does diversity automatically make a, a movie exempt from any criticism? Absolutely not. Right. Because I look at things in a way that I don't just look at things because it makes me visually happy. If that makes any sense. Like I do like to have fun. I do love representation, but I don't just look at things like, Oh, it checked enough boxes for me. Therefore it's good. Right. That's not how I look at media. I look at it. Like, is the story good? Is the pacing good? Are the effects good? Did the characters like carry the story did i care about the characters i care about the story those are the things i reflect on the things that i focus on so by comparison when i see all of a sudden the same people who would love a movie like once upon a time in hollywood or would love a movie like just a two hour long epic of just a bunch of white guys doing stuff and then all of a sudden they can't handle two hours and 37 minutes it looks a little bit suspicious like it looks a little bit weird that the concept is something that people would eat up, but all of a sudden they can't handle it anymore. Yeah. And it looks very odd and it looks very biased when otherwise it would have had rave reviews. But the only things that are different are the fact that the cast doesn't look like them. And it's just kind of telling because I was like going, I went to Eternals with neutral expectations mm -hmm. and um, I don't know much about the Eternals as characters. That's why I kind of went in blind because I didn't want to look at all this content and kind right. of go in with an expectation that exactly. wouldn't really come to fruition because I'm like, okay, I know more about like the other Marvel characters. I'm still very new to the Eternals. So let me just go in with fresh eyes. And I was going in very neutral, going in very like, all I know is what the trailers told me and I'm just going to watch it the way that I watch every other movie. And I left being like, what on earth were the critics watching? Because I am, I am personally, I'm not a fan of super long movies. I tend to check out in the middle of long movies because they, they tend to like suffer from sagging middle syndrome. They tend to like, forget where they're going for a bit and then kind of just fill time because they have the runtime. I did not feel like that with Eternals. I was engaged the whole time. Right. And I cared about what was happening to the characters the whole time. And I wanted to know what was happening the whole time. And by the time it ended, I was like, really? It's been over two hours? Like, I yeah, didn't I feel agree. Yeah. like I was sitting there watching a two hour long movie. I felt like that watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> um, when I went, when I went to watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I was there with my popcorn and my drink. My drink was done by like halfway through the movie. My popcorn was done like the first third, and I'm like, this shit is still going. <laughs> I, re I remember watching that movie and realizing how long it was. But I was honestly, I was very so entertained that I. There was, I think there was a part of the movie where I'm like, damn, this movie is still going on. But then after 
the that crazy scene at the end if you know yeah what I mean. that, 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 then it boosts me up again i'm like Ooh, yeah. it was kind of worth the wait a little bit but no i know yeah, what you that, mean that almost made up for it for me but i wouldn't watch it again if that makes any sense i like, i've been meaning to watch it again but i know this isn't a uh a, 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 maybe, maybe we should come back to the uh the uh once upon a time in hollywood spoiler talk but we'll but i know this is about it so when when I watched Eternals, I was like, I want to watch it again. Like, mm. I actually want to go back and kind of see anything that I could have possibly missed. Yeah. But I like, yeah. I'm a, I'm a type of person. I go to, a, to the movies. I can't drink anything because I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom like a forty million times. I did not go once. I literally, I sat there. <laughs> you held it. Like, I was just like, I sat there. I'm like, I'm not missing a damn thing. Where like, is Harry Styles? <laughs> I'm like, I, no, that. That had me shook, um, well, but no, we'll, I knew we'll it was going to gonna happen and still had me shook. What um, did did your uh, did your crowd did they react when they when Harry got on screen? Did you did you they, hear like some, some, there was a few uh, like young people in the audience that you heard <gasps> you heard some gasps who didn't know he was coming. Uh, they honestly the part where my crowd reacted the most because one of my favorite things about pre-screenings in particular is because you're going with fans yeah. you're going with people who are not just going around to like screw around and have a just day at the movies and right. waste I'm, money like you fuddy-duddy critics you know no no this man but you're going with people who genuinely want to enjoy the movie that they're going to watch right and you're going with people who genuinely love movies and who genuinely want to experience movies how they are and one of the things that i loved about the crowd that i was with um was the fact the scene where uh, makari was completely just just showing icarus who the hell she was like when she was just literally just slandering his name slandering his life ending his everything like that scene the whole like the whole theater was like what like they were like clapping and cheering her on the energy was immaculate mm -hmm. and like when harry styles popped up i think everybody by that time probably already expected it so they were just kind of like oh okay that's there but <laughs> the one time where they really freaked out was like yeah i'm a comic yeah. yeah like they were just I'm my, having a great time i'm not gonna lie my i didn't know i, I don't think i've ever seen any of her uh, previous work but uh, let me let me just say, cause cause it's safe because Joy is in the other room. That my crush for her has started that moment, and it's it's still there. I I I've been googling her and I've learned how to sign, you know, uh, the e Eternals. Uh, that she taught she taught the cast how to sign, and the first thing that she taught them was how to sign Eternals for the hearing impaired and stuff like that. She she's one of these she's one of those act uh, actors that that it just it just warms your heart and gives you faith in people that you know like because people have that that image about holly those hollywood elite but she's not she's not like that you can like she's like real she's a, a you can tell a very nice person and a person that you would love to uh to get to know better and to spend time with and she, you can she radiates warmth yeah like she radiates like just good vibes all around. I I'm can sure see her aura <laughs> that wherever she goes, people are probably just ecstatic to be there with be, her. Yeah, like she, the she, energy even came through the screen. Exa exactly. What I could, like, I, I was literally about to say that I could feel it through the screen every time she was on screen. My heart just just warmed up. I, there, I, I felt like I'm like I'm sitting there next to my wife, and I'm like, am I about to risk it all? For this <laughs> Woman? Something LGBT just happened to me. 
<laughs> but like I like literally like her okay listen listen okay <laughs> I know I, I, I'm about to get out of pocket here it's fine okay, okay. uh oh breaking news listen I went in thinking that Cersei and Icarus were going to be my emotional support heteros. Uh-huh. I I went in being like I'm gonna like I'm gonna like the dude with the bone structure. No, right? Okay, no, false. Makari, first mm. of all, yes, um, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Two, um, Gilgamesh, mm-hmm. ma- male wife Gilgamesh, and three Druig. Excuse me? Um, no business being like, did you miss me? My beautiful Mac- I was like, what? I was like, excuse me? I was like, I the whole the two seconds between them two convinced me more than anything Cersei and Icarus did on screen. They were more romantic in that two-second reunion than Icarus and Cersei were at their own damn wedding. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's true, and we'll and we'll get into that uh, a lot later. I know we uh, because I, I have a breakdown of each character and and everything like that. So we'll get into more of that. Uh, but real quick, so from for uh, from Variety, I want to talk again. Go back to the box office because this this came in uh, from Variety. Like Disney superhero adventure Eternals debuted at seventy one point uh, seventy one million at the domestic box office, a tally that would typically be labeled as disappointment. Which I don't know why they're saying that in the uh, in the blockbuster Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's pre pandemic. Uh, people yeah. uh, Marvel movies rarely miss at the box office all 26 Marvel uh, movies have opened at number one North America and many recent installments pre-pandemic of course have ultimately uh, glided by the 1 billion mark globally with ease box office uh, observers and comic book super fans have come to expect the franchise's entire uh, entries to generate more than 100 million in their opening weekend Anything less by Marvel standards tend to be classified as a misstep. I need to know, Amanda, what do you think about that from uh, Variety? Was it a misstep uh, or, or or was it just, come on, was it just the pandemic? What do you think? What are your thoughts about that statement? It's Here's the thing. Every single Marvel property has opened under 100,000. Did they have the same energy for Shang-Chi? Did yeah. they have the same energy for Black Widow? Did they have the same energy for anything else? Like that's what they're that that's what I'm not grasping. Yeah, this you're, one. you're like, right. It, it, it's like all those other movies that you just mentioned. They 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 mentioned. Uh, yeah, it, it underperformed what normally what they do, but it's pre pandemic But it, but it's uh, but that was pre pandemic stuff. But for this movie, they're we're still in the damn pandemic, and they're holding Eternals up to the standards to before the pandemic what's up with and that? that's kind of like to me like it's it's articles like that where they word it in such like a weird way yeah and they word it in such like a kind of not not to be like a jerk like derogatory way where it's like did you have the same energy for all the other marvel properties that came out around the same time in the same year that also opened under 100 million yeah yeah why is eternals the one that you're putting the light on that doesn't make any sense I would Why argue, didn't you I have the argue, same energy? I would argue maybe maybe Black Widow, but only because of that drama that was going on. Oh with yeah, Disney with the Disney Plus and, and, the... and all that. But that's a whole that's a whole different uh, thing. But he, without, yeah, so, yeah, without any different... drama and all that other stuff going on, they still did the same kind of uh, reporting uh, mm-hmm. on Eternals, which was it, it, it made no sense. Yeah, and I'm like, did they have a similar article about Shang Chi? Like, did they have one at all? 
Right. Because if they didn't, like, if if they have one that's, like, similar, I'm like, okay, at least you're keeping the same energy. Right. But, like, as far as I know, they didn't. So why is it all of a sudden that people are looking at this movie as if it's, like, one of the worst things to have ever happened? Exactly. And it's, like, it's really not. Like, out of all the movies I've seen, including Marvel movies, this is not the worst Marvel movie that's ever come out. Like... I was I really, was expecting it to be like worse than Iron Man two or worse than the Thor uh, Thor uh, two Thor the Dark the, World the, 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 yeah the Dark World the, the way they were talking but when I yeah saw and it, I'm just like I went in there kind of being like okay I'm not expecting a masterpiece but I'm also not expecting like a Thor Ragnarok you know what I mean like and here's the thing too it's like what gets me angry is because a lot of critics beforehand have been like oh Marvel's getting too formulaic they're not taking enough risks they're not doing A B C and D and then finally, when they start to do something different, and finally, when they start to introduce different concepts and different, like, ways of storytelling, they're like, why did they do this different thing? And it's like, but you just were complaining two seconds ago that it was too formulaic, and now you're mad right. that they changed the formula. Right. And it's the math isn't mathing. So you're basically just trying to set these projects up for sabotage. If you keep going back and forth, I had a teacher like that. She would change the rules halfway through and nobody would pass. And it was just like, how are you going to like, again, keep the same energy, be consistent. Do you want different stuff? Do you want an expanded universe? Do you want different types of storytelling or do you want things to stay the same? Keep the same energy. And it's, Kind of annoying too, where it's just like I don't think people quite grasp that the slanderous like stuff that people say or like the mean stuff that people say, it's not just about this movie. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not saying that any movie with diversity is exempt from criticism. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is the fact that I've watched a shit ton of bad movies made, directed, and for white guys. Right. If I'm being blunt. You know what I mean? I have watched my share of the Michael Bay movie that with a huge budget and the explosions. Like I have seen enough movies that, yeah, not all of them are going to be masterpieces. And, but here's the thing, all those people still get a a second chance. You know what I mean? M. Night Shyamalan hasn't been barred from making movies because of the last airbender. You know what I mean? He was still allowed to make split and people still really enjoyed that. He wasn't completely barred after the immense just that have come out from his hands you know what i mean yeah and like michael bay too still being allowed to to like, blow to blow shit up <laughs> to blow shit up yeah like still being allowed like and that what people don't quite get is that especially for women like chloe Zhao, like women are allowed to fuck up like remember when wonder woman 2 came out i didn't like wonder woman 2 yeah. i didn't like wonder woman 19 yeah I, I didn't i didn't like wonder woman 2 but but but, every, but everybody started like there were some people making comments like especially like assholes who wanted to make it about uh women versus men directors yeah. and stuff saying see this is why women director blah 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 yep. as if Just, as if male directors had, had as if male trash. directors ne- never, never fucked never up made sorry trash. yeah exactly and so like what gets me angry it's just like you don't understand when you pull bullshit like this and when you pull like the it's the worst movie ever made thing yeah for women or people of color or women of color yeah they don't get the same chances as 
a male director. Yeah. They don't get the same chances as this male screenwriter. Yeah. We because, have, because we then have to, we have to will, represent our, our people. We have to represent yeah. us, We have sex. to be the best. Yeah. And if we're not, we're not given a chance. And exactly. that's just how it goes. Exactly. If we're not the best at what we do, if we mess up one time, people will use that as evidence as to why we can't yeah. ever do it again. And that's what people don't understand where I'm like, I didn't like Wonder Woman 1982. I have made videos about why I didn't like Wonder Woman 1982. Yeah, but does it it mean that all women shouldn't direct? Exactly. Do I go ahead and be like, and see, this is why Patty Jenkins is the example of why women should never direct again. Yeah. no, exactly. when do I do that? No, I never do that. You know why? Because I'm not an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> like every every director, every filmmaker will have a bad day at the office. Steven exactly. Spielberg has had a bad day at the office. Exactly. But, and then we but, still but do, allow but, him to to make do movies. Yeah. What Spielberg does, even even and... though he had no business directing The Color Purple, but I digress. We still let him do it. <laughs> Isn't he directing West Side Story? Hey. You, my, you, you just yeah, there, there. You go. You just you made my point even that more solid. Exactly right. But and, we still let him work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what people don't get. Where I'm just like the reason why I say give Eternals a chance, respect it like you would respect any other movie. Right. I'm not trying to give them an advantage. I'm not right. trying to give anyone an advantage. I'm trying to level the playing field. Right. Because people, a lot of people will take any mess up, anything that's not perfect from a woman, a woman of color, a person of color, and just be like, this is the proof as to why white men should stay in power in the film industry. And they don't quite understand that. It's happened to me. It's If I made a mistake or anything or said something wrong, this is why girls shouldn't talk about Marvel. Like... As if uh, no man has ever fumbled their words or messed up something in their life. And I've literally never, you know what, even though I've literally never heard or maybe I've overlooked anybody actually saying specifically those words, but I've seen enough bullshit online to, to believe that it's definitely happened. Because, oh yeah! Look at any female content creator. Yeah. Like I, I've gotten into the habit. I don't. This care. is why My we shouldn't no- let girls go to theaters. <laughs> no, literally, I started watching anime, uh-huh. and somebody was like, "This is why girls shouldn't watch anime because they're too loud." And I'm like, <laughs> and men shouldn't go to sports games because all they do is fight and scream. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. Like, we we can't have a female president because she if she goes on her period then she'll mess up the the, the, the nuclear. Meanwhile, but, the but, reason why girls get mad on their period is because of excess testosterone. Yeah, you know the exactly. man thing. Every every war that's ever been started has probably been started by has been started by a man. And I, yeah, I, it's it's weird, but uh, we're, we're, that's a whole different show. That's we're a whole different. other podcast. <laughs> but like that's what people don't understand. Where it's just like the reason why. I am so adamant about being like, give shit a chance because people will literally just not give it a chance. They'll see one thing that doesn't align with how they view the world. And they'll be like, I can't handle this. I know that this is like the genre I love. I know that this is the kind of story I love, but I saw a brown person. I can't watch it. People (laughs) literally do that shit. (laughs) I kid you not. I've had people in my comment section like, why did they like it's forced diversity why are they forcing it down my throat bro they exist like people like unlike you exist yeah exactly. and they'll the, say it on my page as if i'm not a woman 
color. Yeah. Being, yeah, being black is not illegal. That's why it's allowed to see a black person on screen. Being gay is not illegal. That's why we're allowed to see it on screen. And yeah, at least we'll, not America. It is yeah, in some countries. Right. Exactly. Uh, oh yeah. Exactly. And but we we but people people just like they, oh, messed up again sorry about that but uh but yeah but people will 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 freak out like and and i and i didn't mention this uh on tiktok or anything like that but when i when i previewed the uh the movie me see me me and amanda saw it on the same day but in different states uh but i like to imagine that we that we were sitting next to uh uh each other her my, me my wife and her, her and her husband we were all like was like one group uh group hug and we we're all uh, fans just all like like what what do people do online like we were all together for eternals we were all together in my heart we were together watching the movie at the same time same screen same one one screen one love but we uh but when that part of the movie that, and I'll get into it again later, where um, there was the 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 two uh, the two men on screen that uh, that were ki- that kissed. You, I, I was waiting. I was waiting for it, and I knew it was going to happen. I'm in the state of Texas. I knew it was going to happen. You heard some people, some idiots in the in the back of the theaters. Ew, oh, girl, and I'm like, oh. but but if uh, but it, like I said, it's not. It, it, you see it all the time. You see it in real life. It, it's it, it happens. You probably have a relative. Who who is uh, in a same sex relationship, but 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 you but yet in a theater, people want to feel so important. They want to interrupt the movie and let everybody know that they're uncomfortable with it. They want to interrupt that like, but it's it's just it gets on my nerves that people. Unless somebody wanna... had done that in my theater, I would have walked out and been like, "Security." <laughs> but I, I mean, it, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I but but I knew it was gonna happen. And the second I saw, I was thinking, oh, oh wait, they're about to kiss. They're about to. Uh, the second I realized that that was about to happen, I waited for it, and I and I wasn't this, and I wasn't wrong. There were some idiots in the uh, in the back of the theaters. They had to voice their objection uh, to it, but that's that's, te- that's Texas for you. But uh, yeah, we need more more of your residents out there in California to keep. Yeah, a lot of you guys are moving out here to Texas yeah. and the, the to to help uh, level the playing field out here. Fix. So. Keep, it, Texas fix, come, is the bad place. Keep, keep fixing Texas, California. Help, save California. Uh, I mean, save Texas, California. But um, let me move on to the uh, the next topic. So, uh, uh, one of the things that I wanted to definitely talk about. What, what? So, what were the things about the movie that that worked for you uh, as for Eternals? What was the things that you uh, overall that you that you liked about the movie? What what worked? Uh, so honestly, I am a big fan of character-driven stories. Um, so I love when a excuse me, I am gross. Um, when a movie takes really takes the time to flesh out the characters, make me care about the characters. Because I've always said it: um, if I don't care about the characters, I don't care about the story. Um, because the characters are the stakes. I don't want anything bad to happen to these characters. I don't want these characters to betray us. I don't want these characters to do anything bad. I want to care. And I think Eternal did a really good job. Of, it's a big cast. It was 10 characters. And not all of them got the same amount of screen time, but I cared about each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing where it's like, when things happened, I felt it. And when 
the character did something bad, I felt that too, because I was just like, damn, I was rooting for you. Like I rooted for them. And I think that's very important when watching anything, because if you're not rooting for anyone, if you're not caring about anyone, if you're not invested in their relationships, in their lives, in their characters, then what's the point? And so I think Eternals did a really good job of making me care. I think that for me, move, moving the MCU to, uh, I, I had high, I have high expectations for, for phase four, for mm-hmm. bringing the MCU to this, this new era in filmmaking. Um, because I feel like phase four in Marvel, in the MCU, is going to be, uh, the closest representation of what we, what we're used to the actual comic book. Uh, the, you know how in comic books, you know, anything can happen. you like, you have multiple universes, you have all these crazy plots, all these crazy things that are happening at the same time. You have a Batman in this universe and a Batman in that universe, or you'll have a Spider-Man in this universe. And a Sp- you have all these things happening and all these balls in the air. There's these plates spinning or whatever you like to say, whatever your metaphor is, uh, going on. But, but, Phase four for the MCU is the closest is should be the closest to what actually happens in the comic books where, where we're talking about uh, multiverse and all that stuff. And the and the the Eternals was a door, a doorway to uh, to that whole world. It to me, you people would say that WandaVision or Loki was the thing that opened us up because it introduced this whole multiverse thing and and all these these crazy weird things that we can do in the MCU. But to me, the Eternals did it. Maybe because it was on the big screen, but the Eternals <laughs> opened it up to like everything that I felt like I understood about the MCU or that mm-hmm. I knew about the MCU. That's that's one thing. But the Eternals was like throw that throw that away because we just got to look at the guy who created the earth we got to look at a, a god like like when I, when this movie began and it's it, it started off differently from any other MCU movie with the scrolling you know the text like like it was a star wars movie or something yeah. and it said in the beginning i was like Holy shit! We going back this to the is, this, Yeah, this is big. This is this yeah. is unlike anything we've ever seen, and I, I felt like this movie changed everything. Moving but here's forward. the thing too. It's like it was very much on a. It was. It made me feel like it. It made me feel bigger than myself. If that made mm. me, if that makes any sense, it was a very existential movie. And I don't really think that anything in the MCU previously really made me think on such a broad scale as Eternals. Because long story short, for a lot of the MCU movies, especially when they are the character-focused movies, like the trilogies, like the Thor trilogy, the Iron Man trilogy, they're very within their own, like, vibe. You know what I mean? In their own circle, in their own story, in a very closed instance right right. this one was like not just a global but like a universal thing and it really made you think especially when like things were revealed like everything has happened before basically and this is just something that keeps happening and the eternals are just reset and put back out there again and just 
it made you think because it's just like the implications of everything is like holy shit like there's a lot implied yeah and one thing too that kind of gets me where it's like they also explained away a lot of the plot holes that previously bothered people because you know how the whole like snap the whole like thanos fucking around and finding out wait wait wait, 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 what's the snap you mean you mean the blip the blip (laughs) the snap the blip well the snap was what happened that like thanos snapped everyone the blip is when everyone came Came back. back right 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 so like it explained why the eternal didn't interfere when like all of that was happening and it was a pretty good explanation they were Wait, literally just no, instructed not you, to. you think that was i i call bullshit because because they they said we okay why didn't you why didn't you help when thanos snapped everybody and blah 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 and they were like well our, Wait, our prime directive is if it i just thought about this Wait, if, it, if it doesn't have to do with the the uh what was those the villains called again? isn't thanos part deviant though yeah exactly like wait a minute a, a, a <laughs> i just thought about it i'm like a, wait if a deviant isn't involved like we we're not supposed to interfere but like like the prime objective of that of the of the eternals was to you know help this planet like like every other planet where we where we where we put eternals you're supposed to help that planet evolve right. enough to so the celestial being that we where we put in this in the center of this planet will have enough energy to be born so that's mm-hmm. the that's the Eternals' prime objective. Even if they don't realize that's a, that's what their prime objective. Wouldn't Thanos snapping half the that, that planet directly interfere with that objective? Wouldn't that mean that they should have? You're totally right. Okay, wait. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Marvel? Oh my god! <laughs> stream, okay, stream is over. That's it. That's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> what do you think? Come on. That means that they should have directly. They should have flown down all of them. Pip, uh, not Pip. Uh, uh Sprite. All of them. They should have came down and. You know what they the- should have done instead? They should have just had them get dusted. Yeah. Yeah. They should have just got dusted. This is, this is why, and this is what this is what I really believe. I genuinely believe this. That I feel like the only here's the mistake that they made. Let's go into this because uh, we're talking about we talked about we liked what we talked about what worked in the movie. Here's what what didn't work in the movie. So let's let's get into that. Uh, I'm a, I'll put the, uh, the the thumbs down uh, logo. Here's what what didn't work on it. That that didn't work. I feel like the like Kevin Feige and. Um, the MCU, they, this is the mark that they, this is the thing that they missed because they 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 did this correctly with the Avengers, where they introduced where um, for the Avengers movie, the uh, the director originally wanted to introduce Wasp in the first Avengers movie, but they were forced to, he was forced to use uh, Black Widow and blah blah blah. I feel like we should have been introduced to an Eternal in a previous movie. Before we got this Eternals movie, I believe that if we would have gotten, I don't care who it was, if it was for Selma Hayek, if it was Angelina Jolie, I don't care with any any one of them, any one of them, we if we would have just got maybe Selma Hayek because that would because she was the leader at the time in the beginning of the movie, maybe Selma uh, Selma Hayek as a healer, if we would have got introduced to one Eternal prior to the eternal movie in a previous movie i believe that the critics that that thumbs down this movie would not have hated on it as much 
I feel like we needed to be introduced to at least one, even if they didn't announce themselves as an Eternal. They just made a cameo and, and didn't do anything crazy. I feel like we should have had one Eternal cameo in a previous uh, uh, movie because everything that they said that, that a planet needs to uh, evolve and blah, blah, blah for a Celestial to be born, Thanos snap to me Thanos snapping the half the universe directly interferes with every eternal and every planet and all in all the universe and hinders all that planet. so technically for that planet where a celestial is planted Thanos is technically the hero and here's the he, thing yeah no, where it's ahead. like hold on eclipse my dog is so uh, no, no, you know, he, he feels me. That your dog feels what I'm saying right he's now. So, he's so mad for what? Um, but yeah, so like I because when you put it like that, where I'm like, wait a minute, like <laughs> wait a damn minute. Um because okay, but here's the thing, would they even have been able to get snapped? That's the question. I, I, I mean, he, I mean, well, the the, the Infinity Stones would. I don't. I don't. I think so. I think maybe half of the Eternals might have been snapped, and we might find that out later. But or all of them could have. You don't know because, like, uh, yeah. again, it was at random. I mean, I mean, well, just just going based on what the ring, what what the snap does. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna assume uh, like three or four of them might have gotten snapped. I mean, just but but pick and choose who. But yeah, it's possible they all might have gotten like, snapped. Peter's yeah. whole friend group group got snapped. Like Peter Parker's whole friend group got snapped. Which yeah, is that's, that's some bad luck. That's some. Yeah, they they should never buy lottery tickets because. <laughs> I'm assuming Aunt May also got snapped. Yeah, she, she did. didn't she seem did. too yeah, traumatized. Yeah, yeah, she said that in the in the uh, the last Spider-Man movie, she said she appeared back in her apartment and there was a new family living there. Yeah, so like that's the thing where it's like whole groups of people had gotten snapped. So it's entirely possible that all ten of them could have gotten snapped. However, I know they can die. Like mm -hmm. they can die. They are biological beings, they, but like, yeah, they're engineered, but they're biological. Yeah. Yeah. Like they still have, like, they still bleed. They still get hurt. They still, they just, they just don't age and they don't like experience. I'm assuming like any kind of illness or anything. Yeah, so, exactly. And their celestial father don't pay child support, but go ahead. There's, <laughs> damn, okay. <laughs> so, I, I'm just thinking, like, because if Vision hadn't gotten, like, like if he hadn't gotten, like, the, then would he also have been susceptible to snapping or no? I don't believe so. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the snap, like, discriminated on, like, artificial you're, you're, too, life. you're too powerful to be snapped or you're too this to be snapped. Not know. even too powerful. I'm talking, like, artificial life. Because if it was on too powerful, then, then Wanda Ooh, wouldn't have been snapped. Yeah, I mean, I... I Honestly, if Vision didn't die before the snap happened, I think Vision would have been spared because he's not an organic being. Yeah, so I, I was trying he, to think, think about thinking, that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Are the Eternals susceptible to snapping? I, th I think so because they, I think they are organic. I th they were, but I think that that the celestial well, they're organic, technology, right? uh, the, the celestial's technology is very advanced, but so advanced that it can it, it can engineer what we consider organic um, beings that they, they have feel like they have a soul i feel like yeah. whatever religious background you believe i believe the celestials have it 
but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I no, I know what you're saying, but yeah, I think so. I think they are yeah. susceptible because they can, like, they can, they can. They love. They can feel. They can. They can. They can, they have can feel. <laughs> I was like, they can feel. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I, can we talk about that? What did you think about that? About what? The the those gangs, like what? Like, did you think it was necessary? Did you think it was unnecessary? Did you think it? I didn't, did you think it's to have attractive? to have a gay uh, uh, so, uh, no, no 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 like Cersei and Icarus Cersei oh, the relationship no they did they, they not show you in Texas wait wait, wait, like, wait I, I must have missed what you say because remember it was like a big deal where it's like it was the MCU's first sex scene oh that sex scene yeah Oh, that wasn't even really a se- I was like, I was so ready for it where people were talking about it. And you know, I'm a guy. I'm a, you know, you know I'm a guy. So I'm thinking MCU boobs. I'm thinking we're gonna see I'm thinking we're gonna see some short curlies, if you know what I mean. I mean, I'm thinking we're gonna see something, right? Something it's PG thirteen. I'm think I hey, look. Back in 1987, PG-13 meant you might see something dangling. But but in 2021, I know that PG-13 means something different. But all it was, and this is, we can talk about it. This is the spoiler review right here. All it was was two two humans pressed up against each other (laughs) on on a beach. And the camera was like, this is literally all you can see. This, this half of them. This is all you can see. Like, like if I took my shirt off and this, this is still all you could see. That's that was it. Like, ooh, real edgy Marvel. No penises. Anyway, <laughs> like, I want that on a shirt. Real edgy Marvel. No penises. Yeah, um, there's your shirt. There's your there's your merch, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda just vibing. Because Marvel? like okay, because no <laughs> I'm not a I'm not approved. Okay, I don't care. Um, I'm one of those people. You, did, I, I consider myself a sex boobs? positive person. Half of my content for a long time was me making out of pocket sim jokes. Amanda, did like, you did you want to see boobs? Uh, I mean, I always want to see boobs, but like, mm. <laughs> but like, who doesn't want to see boobs? I'm like, go on, consensual boobs. All right, all right, um, I'm, try- I'm trying yeah. to do my uh my my Jim Carrey Grinch impersonation. It's like consensual boobs, of course. Right, no, right. no, no unwarranted boobs. No unwarranted But like boobs. I was an artist too. I didn't I I literally drew nude people for a grade. So like I don't care <laughs> about nudity. Um I never have, I never will. And so um like I don't know what I was expecting. I knew it wasn't going to be too out of pocket because again, it is a Marvel movie. It's distributed by Disney, um, and it's just like I knew it wasn't going to be anything like Fifty Shades Freed. Like it was going to be. Oh, how, like, how disappointing was that movie? I wasn't disappointed really. I just kind of was like, did that really? It didn't really add anything for me. There was not. Like, there was not enough Marvel penises. <laughs> Like it didn't really add anything. Like, I feel like nothing would have changed if like it wasn't there. If that makes yeah. any sense. No, like I understand the human <laughs> element of it. I understand the realism element of it because it is kind of funky that there's so many adult relationships in the MCU and not yeah. one of them be clapping cheeks. So like I understand at, from that aspect. However, it was also just kind of like I think it 
they played it a little bit too safe if that makes any sense yeah, like yes. it was either i either would have preferred they play it a little bit less like the one in twilight was more intense than that like <laughs> yeah i like, know what you're talking about <laughs> like edward breaking the bed was more intense than what happened on that beach which is so why like, they want <laughs> and that was also a pg-13 which movie. is why they want kristen stewart to play uh joker because they want a redo of that sex scene Joker and Batman breaking the bed. <laughs> breaking the bed. But like, that's the thing where it's like, I think you either go full on, like you go, you either commit or you don't do it at all. Right. Like, I don't think, like, I think even in a PG-13 movie, like you can have a PG-13 sex team. Like it's not, nobody's, no, I'm not requiring Marvel penis. Yeah. Like, Kevin, Kevin Feige is watching this right now. Like what the hell, Amanda? I thought we were friends. I mean, look. <laughs> Again, I'm saying you either commit or you just don't do it. Yeah, like, exactly. Don't don't give don't give mid. If you're basically. not gonna show us a, a PP in the MCU, then don't show us a shoulder. Oh my god! Didn't they show in a Batman comic? Was it a Batman comic where they? there was like the first like. <laughs> know what you're talking about but whatever it is i want to find out google it maybe don't i'll google it let's 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 stick on i'll (laughs) google remind me later guys i'll google that later and we got some comments coming in but i'll uh but let me let me keep us on track let me let's go through each of the characters uh characters real quick uh and i got one of i got the uh first one already uh uh up on uh uh, to our our right our left uh we we have jim uh jimma chan what were you, what were your thoughts of of Cersei? What what did you overall? What did you think about Cersei? I love Cersei. Um, she was very much like the everyone says it. I know I'm gonna say it too. She was the heart of the movie. Mm-hmm. She was very much like the team big sister. If Ajax if Ajax was the team mom, she was the team big sister. Yeah. And she we could just like see that she genuinely cared about everything she was doing and about everyone she was with. Yeah. And I really like that about her because I feel like there is a, especially nowadays in media where she was very like just into the divine feminine, if that makes any sense. Like she was very much like the soft, good, just genuinely good human being. She was, yeah, she could kick ass and take aim. She could do some awesome, like awesome shit, but she wasn't um, badass in sacrifice of any, of everything that made her, her, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was, I never felt like I was watching someone do something they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And that was really nice to watch because I, I think nowadays, especially when it comes to like female main characters, one of two things happens. They're either like, well, one of a couple of things happens actually. They're either like hypersexualized or they are fit into a stereotype or they are completely stripped of femininity in favor of like putting in all the masculine traits on a girl, which is like, that's fine. But it also kind of demonizes femininity when you do things like that. It also kind of makes it look like being feminine is a bad thing or a weak thing, but it's not. And I love that Cersei like still embraced like the feminine while also being like such a badass, you know? And as much as I love my, my girl boss tomboys, like it's nice to just see a character that's able to just be a strong woman, a strong woman and not just 
oh my God, we have to make the strong female character the most badass she can be. No, like she had emotions, she had feelings, she had things that made her just a soft but strong person. And it was great. I agree. I agree. I'm not, I, I'm not gonna lie. At first, when I was first watching the movies, I, I was thinking like, what point of this character or, or she, I felt like she, she was, uh, I felt like she was like, I felt her and Selma Hayek were like my least favorite at, at, at for a while, but then by the middle of the movie and especially when her true power came out, when she turned that, <laughs> that, 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 that thing into a tree, was... I'm like this, like that, that reveal and, and it, it redeemed some of some highest character to me too. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, she knew from day one. What, what Cersei was what really she what she could do, even though Cersei didn't know this mm-hmm. reveal. It felt like an M Night Shyamalan movie. I felt like I was You're watching like, a twist at the moment. Like what? The, well, the second she turned that the, that thing into a tree, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm mm-hmm. like, she's not like just like there just to turn rocks into like water. <laughs> like it's like mm-hmm. she, like like she is important and before yes. she did what she did to the celestial the second she turned that 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 uh that what what's the, what are they, what are they called the, the deviant deviants into a tree i was like holy shit she mm-hmm. is the most power like forget like like the same thing i felt when wanda went up against thanos and thanos bitched out and had to cheat to, to because he was getting his ass kicked by wanda <laughs> if 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 Cersei ever got her hands on Thanos, oh! If she poked Thanos, be he'd be over. done for. It'd be over. It'd be Cersei, over for him. Cersei in that moment became the most important. She became the character when I was talking earlier about a, a character that you could um, have put in a previous movie, so we could like like get used to or get prepare ourselves for the Eternals movie. I my two characters that I would pick would be either Cersei. Or uh, Selma Hayek's uh, Selma Hayek's character uh, uh, Ajax, the, the, one, those two characters, either because uh, because uh, any other character to me would be too powerful to mm-hmm. um, to have been in the Avengers. I mean, but a but a healer uh, like like Ajax and and what and, and Cersei, I think they could have been low key enough to um, to uh, or I mean even Sprite maybe Sprite. But I think they could have been low key enough to be cameoed in a previous. Right, could have been an issue because of casting. Yeah, good. Yeah, her age and all uh, and all mm-hmm. that. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. But but yeah, Cersei, Cersei, for the whole part, her and Selma Hayek. For some reason, I was like, uh, like these two characters to me were like, uh they were they to me. I'm not gonna lie, I thought they were boring at first. Mm-hmm. At first. And but but when that reveal happened, they it, both of them at the same time instantly became the most important and the most intriguing characters to me from that one moment when she made that that character into a tree. I was like, oh, and that's why I said on TikTok, I was like, this is the movie where even the critics who like bashed it and said they didn't like it, once we get some distance from it. And we get another Marvel movie, and we can see the bigger picture. We're gonna see the genius from what <laughs> Chloe, what Chloe's, what what she did with this movie. We're gonna see it, but we we just can't see it right now. We I feel like a lot of the critics that hate that didn't like it, they can't see it. But when we, we get it, the next movie, we're gonna see it. It was a big movie too, and that's the thing where it's like I think it was one of those things where it's like I think so many people are used to 
big bad boom like yeah. it's going to be super fast pace yeah. and give us all this stuff Iron, it's gonna be Iron Man comes in and punches somebody and it's like, over yeah and they're so used to that that more story and character driven st- like stories that are not very action driven kind of fly over their head and I'm not trying to say anybody is stupid like everybody <laughs> has different tastes everybody likes different things but I do think it is worth kind of sitting back managing your expectations and being like this is not going to be a thor ragnarok this is not going to be a guardians of the galaxy this is not going to be this ensemble movie of just people punching each other in the face if it's going to be any other movie i could compare it to i would compare it to to guardians of the galaxy because god because guardians of the galaxy was a even even hardcore comic book fans didn't know like like you had to be a true blurred or nerd or geek to know about the guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but even comic book fans didn't buy comp didn't buy guardians of the galaxy books and you have to be like true, true to the heart a comic book reader to know about eternals and guardians of the galaxy i think guardians of the galaxy and the eternals had that 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 same kind of background uh, coming into the MCU uh, uh, situation, but for some reason I don't know why Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy got more love than Eternals, and I feel like they were in the same boat. In, if that makes Guardians, sense. I I feel like Guardians got more love. I'm going to be completely honest because so, so, Guardians of the Galaxy, both one and two, are some of my favorite Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and it's because I do think they did the found family slash coworkers better than any of the Avengers movies has. Okay, um, because the characters were actually kind of just like buddies and roommates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were messing with each other. They were friends with each other. They had their own little like relationships with each other. And they cared about each other. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have said that the Avengers are co-workers and that's pretty much it. A lot of them are friends with each other. Like they have their own relationships, maybe two of them or like two at a time, but they are not a family, yeah. if that makes any sense. They're more of just co-workers. They come to punch in, they come to punch ass and then they go to leave. Like, <laughs> I, I know maybe, him from work. <laughs> and may, and maybe they'll just have a non-funeral for one of their most important founding members, you know. Not um, but yeah, so that's like that's where Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy also got more love because it was more outwardly comedic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more outwardly like just kind of fun and big and colorful and a spectacle. And that's not lie. The main character was a white dude. And no matter how diverse the rest of the cast is, you're still, people still will gravitate toward a movie in which the the main person that we're supposed to be rooting for is something they're familiar with. Right. So not to say that, like, again, because Guardians of the Galaxy and one and two are some of my favorite Marvel movies. I do enjoy them very much. I've rewatched them along with Thor Ragnarok the most. And, but it, it, that's just the fact of the matter where it's like people are more willing to accept a CGI raccoon and tree before they are willing to accept a gay guy. Like, yeah, you know facts, what I mean? Facts, yeah, I know like, what you mean, exactly. That, that's, they're, they're more willing to suspend their disbelief for green Zoe Zaldana than they are to suspend their disbelief for like a deaf superhero. That makes and sense. That it's, it's unfortunate. Ooh, damn, um, that, that, there's a t-shirt right there. Damn, you just. Yeah, but it's, it, that's honestly what it is, where it's like, I have pointed it out where I'm like, y'all will suspend your disbelief for vampires and dragons and fucking like fairies and shit. 
but the mere idea of a brown person or a person of color or anybody else not being a white guy being the main character Mm. completely just doesn't compete with you yeah and it's unfortunate because it kind of completely discounts like the just how many stories and just how many perspectives you can get yeah because again we've had so many uh the assistant's name Kingo's assistant. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't remember his Whenever name. Whenever he about. came on screen, my ass was he, dying. That like that, his characters. Uh, that assistant. Let, let's uh, let me move. I know I'm, I'm gonna go out of order where I, I had, but let's. His assistant, Karun's uh, assistant. He to me represented like all of. He represented Earth. He was our yes. ambassador to the. Like I feel like a character like th- like that from from India from. Um, uh, with his background, with everything he grew up uh, learning and what he understood about the world. I don't think people quite grasp like the existential horror that comes with eternal youth. Mm. And that is something that a lot of people, since we all age, we all get older, we all start to change. Um, I don't think people quite grasp just how mentally, emotionally, and just spiritually taxing it would be to never be able to change. Especially when you are in a body that society deems as as non-important because people discount children a lot. People look down on children a lot and children are often one of two things. They are either ignored or they are victims. And they Mm. are never truly respected in the way that they are, they're children are human beings. Like, and I think that because we grow up and grow past that stage, we can't really wrap our brains around being a child for the rest of our lives. Like imagine always having to sit at the kitty table. <laughs> like that would be awful. Imagine yeah. like, and here's the thing too. It's like her friends, like the Eternals, they all ragged on her all the time for it. They didn't they didn't have sympathy for her. They didn't have the consciousness to be like, you're, this probably is awful for you're you. Right, you're, you're right. All they did was make fun of her constantly. And I, you know and, what? Now thinking about it, I feel like that was the one, th- that's one thing in the, that movie that was unrealistic. I would feel like the Eternals, uh, like based on how, what the movie showed us, how they were brought to the earth and how they came to be. And mm-hmm. whatnot that they wouldn't care that this person, this this eternal, was in a, in, in a trapped in the body of what we considered, you know, youth. But I, and, I, but I, thing, I would I, think that they would, they, they would, they should have evolved a uh, beyond hold on. that. Pause. Uh, my dog's very upset. I'll be right uh, back. Oh no, no problem. But I was just saying that I, I think that I feel like personally that yeah. Sprite being treated like a, a youth. To buy and being teased by her mm-hmm. fellow Eternals just didn't make any sense to me because I would feel like after all those thousands of years that they would um, that they should have unless they were just doing it for their own personal entertainment. It, I feel like I feel like they were kind of doing it because again they've lived amongst humanity. They've had to adapt and come here. It's okay. Come on. She's upset because I, she's upset for some reason. Um, come here. It's okay, Mama. I, I told you, my punchable face is, is universal. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's basically just like a child. No, um, but I just, it's just that just didn't seem like it made sense to me. Like it felt like like the way like our our squabbles uh, with race and how we're sexist and how we're. Th- I feel like the Eternals should be above 
all of that and especially ageism but here's the thing i don't believe so because we saw how they interacted with humanity Mm -hmm. and i think the reason why they are able to walk amongst humanity and the reason why they are able to be alongside humanity is because they were made to think like humans and they were made to have personalities they were made they weren't just robots you know what i mean they were like they, they could feelings. feel they could yeah. fall in love they could have a crush they yeah. could be but they, they could knew, have but they knew that sprite was one of them they knew but how old they, they, sprite they was. knew that sprite was one of them but they also like again they're human and sometimes humans can be assholes they, you know being dicks. like sometimes <laughs> sometimes humans can be jerks and say things that they don't that don't they don't think are offensive at the time, but are actually offensive. So when Sprite, and, when Sprite, uh, uh, betray, like, like let her feelings out and she, she let out the, how much she loved Icarus and she betrayed, uh, her friends. Were you surprised? At that? I wasn't surprised. I, I mean, I think there was like the initial shock of, Oh shit, she really did it. Yeah. But when you really look at how she was treated during the movie yeah, yeah, and how like Kingo literally abandoned her, because he couldn't go on with the kid that would never grow up because it was an inconvenience to him. Like imagine being an inconvenience to someone and them just ditching you with no explanation. And you find out thousands of years later, it's because you were an inconvenience to them. And so it's weird because throughout human history, and I was having this conversation with my wife, and I'm uh, like trigger warning because I don't want no, no, I don't want anybody blogging about me, talking about me. But throughout all of human history, until about the 20th century, a a man, a grown man, or looking like the age of of Icarus and Kingo and everybody else in the Eternals and, and whatnot. Uh, having relationships or a relation or getting married to a girl of an age or that looked of the age of Sprite was not uncommon back in the um, day. Actually, um, fun fact, um, it actually kind of was. The only time they really did that was with nobility. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you were a noble person, when you were um, a, a like royalty, that's when you tend to get the thing of like people getting married at 12, 13, 14 years old. It tended to be a transactional thing. People with money, people with power, people trying to gain more money, power, and status. Um, When it came to just normal everyday human folk, just like walking around and living. Yes. It happens for like, again, for transactional purposes, but when it just came to normal everyday people who weren't trying to make a transaction, a lot of people didn't get married until like 17, 18, 19 years old. Well, well I mean, Even well into I mean their back 20s. in the day, back when the, the life expect the life expectancy was around like 30, 40 years well, old. Well, even then, um, that's another thing too, where it's skewed because if you lived past infancy and you lived into your late teens and early twenties, you mm-hmm. were actually expected to live pretty long, like pretty into your fifties and sixties avoiding any unfortunate accents mm-hmm. the reason why life expense expectancy is the way that it is is be- and this is a random topic that i know too much about i'm so sorry <laughs> um so the reason why life expectancy is the way that it is and was portrayed the way that it was portrayed is because it's an average of people who lived and died basically okay so 
if you had a high infant mortality rate as well as a high mortality rate of like say women dying in childbirth or men dying in battle so you had people dying from the ages of zero to say like 22 and that is a lot of people dying at a young age for those reasons if you got past those ages you typically didn't drop dead at the age of 30. People weren't just randomly dying at 30. We're like the same biological people that we were thousands of years ago. So you, people weren't just like, okay, I'm 30. I ran out of batteries. Like, no, nah. if you didn't I mean, have like I mean, an infection, I mean, well, if we, you- but back then we, well, we were third, we were third, but we didn't have the same healthcare and the same. Oh yeah. The, we didn't have the same healthcare. However, we also had different ways of living. So like, if you actually look, look, I, I did this once. I don't know why I went into a full deep dive of medieval diets. Um, people weren't starving really. Like a lot of, like, if you had, like, again, if you didn't get sick, if you didn't have any accidents, if you didn't get an infection from say like a right. rusty nail, right. or if you didn't do something that could cause your untimely death, if you were just vibing and living, you could live well into your sixties, even seventies. So that's why life expectancy looks so bad in regards to like the olden times because yeah. people were dying like people there was a high infant mortality rate and people were dying due to accidents yeah but people didn't just run out of batteries yeah. and they turned 30 like I, yeah i know what you mean yeah that makes it but as far as like sprite but um, i mean i could still see her, that character if, if we're talking about if it was in real life mm -hmm. not not an actress a minor actress you know mm -hmm. working with a, an adult actor uh, if these were real Eternals and she was just made in that body to look what we consider a minor, I could still see her being in a relationship with one of the other Eternals. Well, the issue was, is that they couldn't stay places. So what? remember when Kinko was just like, people were starting to freak out when they realized that you didn't age. It's a lot easier. Like, I look pretty much the same as I did when I was like 17. Mm -hmm. Like, once I hit puberty and once I like grew up, I didn't really change. Right. So if I just looked at somebody and said, when I was 17, I'm 23 or I'm 24, mm -hmm. or I looked at somebody now and said, I'm 24, or I'm 17, they would probably just take my word for it. Right. But when you're 12, physically 12, and you sound like a 12 year old and you look like a 12 year old, and it's been five years, and for some reason you don't look 17. That's gonna make people be like, "What the, the fuck? fuck is going on?" Yeah, no, I yeah, I, I like, agree, but only only yeah. on the parts where they would make it public. But I'm talking about like like on on a privately, like I could see them still having a relationship in private. But you know what I mean, but but they they don't have to mingle with humans if they didn't want to. But like yeah. one, one like um uh, uh uh what's her name um uh McCary was in was in was alone a, a, mm -hmm. a lot and she like like something like like that like they uh, like if she was i i would think that one of if she was to fall in love with one of the other eternals like if icarus wasn't madly in in, in love with Cer cersei or something like that as sprite if if she if he if she would have had a relationship with with uh icarus and just kept it on the ship or private and all that stuff for for when it was time to be together and never, never out in public, like something like that. I mean, I, I'm just nitpicking on on how it could. could but here's it, the could thing: it's like we also saw that Icarus was deeply like he was like he had a massive crush on her, and he literally was just like, "I'm yours if you'll have me." Mm. He wanted Cersei, mm. and I think another thing too, where it's just like I don't think it was. I think it was also about the fact that um, Sprite, I believe, 
like at least in the context of the movie was created the way she was to appeal to the childlike nature. To, yeah, she, to, to cast yeah, she, she had to be she the could, representative for, for children. She yeah. had to be there for, yeah, because all yeah. all of them had different races. They had sex, different reasons for being the way that being they were. were. And, she, and, there, and there had to be a child representative, yeah. And, and, she, and she so I believe also uh, the other Eternals, especially since it is true that they have lived previous lives and they have remnants of their previous lives. They also, since they walk amongst children and they, like you saw Cersei like being the big sister and braiding hair yeah. and like playing with toys with people. Yeah. And like you saw, like they probably would still, even though they consciously know that Sprite is beyond her years, they would still visually see her and perceive her as a child, right. even if they did know that she was millions of years old, old with the mind of a grown person. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't think they'd be able to get past that. I wouldn't be able to get past that. The fuck? Like I could not. Yeah. So like it's basically just like it looks like a duck, talks like a duck, and it's <laughs> it's a duck. A, a, a like duck. I would not be able, like I, I I I can't. So I just I look at it in the concept of in the mindset of that where it's like you've walked you've you've walked amongst human children. You know the mannerisms and the way they look and the way they sound. I don't think they would have been able to disconnect from that. Wow. Well, yeah. Like that I think that would have just A been fucking icky um and gross I know, and, I agree. B, I... and b it would have just been like it 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 just doesn't mentally work like that yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like so i at least not for a fucking normal person <laughs> but, uh... but isn't it isn't it crazy though that at the end because i literally in the middle of watching the movie i remember uh, i was whispering to my wife uh, i was like if they're ever gonna have a sequel to this movie and whatnot and like we're talking about this is the first movie and sprite is supposed to be millions of whatever years old and obviously she's not aging but the the real person the actress uh leah McHugh, she mm-hmm. uh is going to age that's why they so made what, her human and then and exactly and in the middle of me thinking that and whatnot i'm like well shit i guess she's not gonna maybe she's gonna die at the end of this movie or she's not gonna make it and then they pulled that thing where they made her like human like and they were made like like i like ah they're okay Kevin they made Feige, her mortal they made her she mortal. was immortal they made her mortal I'm, I'm which sure means she, that I'm, she could die i mean i'm and sure she still has her powers but yeah but I, I we don't know i'm assuming she does I, i'm assuming um, she does but they had to ju- they they had to throw that into the movie to mm-hmm. justify when they make a sequel and she's older so we mm-hmm. won't ask I was, I was, th- I remember thinking that before they did that in the movie, I remember thinking, well, they can't have this same actress because she's gonna get older in real life, and this, and the person's supposed to look the same in the next movie. But then mm-hmm. they, when they did that, and like, well, I'm gonna make you human, and blah blah blah. Maybe you'll still have mm-hmm. your powers, but you're just, you're gonna age. I'm like, Marvel, this, they they yeah. fixed it. The, the plot hole is now covered, mm-hmm. and w- w- brilliant. I, I that's what I was like. I was like, okay, yeah, they they covered it. In the middle of the movie, I was like, "Rick, I was like, good job, Marvel, good, good yeah. job." Um, what What did you uh, real, What did you think about um, our, one of our favorite uh, characters, Makari? Um, what was your favorite Makari moment? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> oh my favorite! My favorite! But oh my god! Uh, my favorite Makari moment um, was. A hundred percent when she was just whooping Icarus's ass. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, put it on the when clean. she was just 
completely ending this man's whole career. Like yeah. I, 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 blow clap it out. She was so good. She, I was so happy they didn't do the slow motion shit. I was so happy that she was just like, <laughs> she was just like going for him. Oh this, my God. She was just one, like. This one movie made people bring up things like, like this is what they should have did with the flash or, mm-hmm. or, uh, now it's like, uh, Quicksilver or Quicksilver. Like, like this, I, I saw a TikTok where a person was, was like, for all we, for all we know, Makari was probably there, uh, during age of Ultron, like looking at Quicksilver, like <laughs> amateur, really? like, dude, like, come on, like, yeah. really? You couldn't have, you couldn't, you didn't see those bullets come at like, like this laughing at him the whole time. That but, gets me. Okay. But, uh, okay. Let's, I'll just say this and then we can move on. Um, why couldn't he just move Hawkeye? The bullets were coming for Hawkeye and the kid, right? Yeah, but, why couldn't he just yank him by the shirt? Yeah, hey, uh, but I, I don't I, I don't know but a movie like that to me Would have been perfect for like I was saying earlier if they would have had introduced our, uh, the one of uh, an eternal in a previous movie uh, I'm sure yeah, I, I, I'm glad we got I'm glad we got uh, Quicksilver and all that but mm-hmm. but but um, but uh, Makari could have been there and she and also too like she was so like eclipsed jasmine i'm so sorry oh, um <laughs> but like she's so mad today and for what and for what um but <laughs> my child um I, I, so I, I love like i love how makari's getting so much love i, I mean she, she deserves it yeah. she's and also she was funny and she was just like she just had like again such charm. Lord, like that's the thing. It's like just Lauren it radiated Rid- through is the it, screen. Whenever it, she was on the screen, it was just like Chef's kiss. Yeah. I, I, and just uh, like she's one of my favorite actresses now. I, I love uh, Lauren. Lauren. I, I want to see more of the stuff she's been in. Yeah, I I, I, need, I do too. I, I I have a crush on on her now. I I, I love her. I think we all do. Like. <laughs> Men and women, men and women are like we're we're all in in unison. We're all simping for Makari. We are simping exactly because she killed it. I, I mean, I'm I'm like I'm sorry. I'm thinking the second the second um the the second Icarus turned bad. I'm like, damn, who's gonna be able to handle this dude? Just like, and uh, Makari was like, I got this. And she up, bitch. His ass. I'm so, I loved what Flash did during uh, during uh, uh, um, Justice League, and I'm sure what he's gonna do in the Flash movie is gonna be amazing as well. But I'm sorry, Macari crushed it as a speaker. Yes, that was awesome. This was a great clinic to what I, what Justice League could have done. Again, people were cheering. They were cheering when she whooped his ass. Yeah. Like it was so. Oh, that I, I it was so satisfying. Was in Every in Texas, everybody in my screening, there were there were, was silence. Everybody was in awe. You said they were cheering over there where you were. Yes, <laughs> like there was like clapping and like woo, like they were like cheering for her. I know it was just like that. You go, she was girl, so woman. good. And um, one of the things too, I think it was uh, Faceless, right, where uh-huh. he um like chained Icarus down. He was just like, I've been waiting to clip your wings. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's talk about him real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That, that moment where, uh, because I mean, obviously one of the most powerful, uh, eternals, I mean, the master of, of technology, he could, I, I was thinking like, 
what were they going to do with this uh, with this character? And when he had that moment with Icarus and he was the one guy who was able to restrain him and keep him down mm-hmm. and, and, and it, and it didn't really like, like I, I was afraid that they were going to have a moment where he would like break free and like, maybe he would kill. Uh, I was so scared too. Yeah. Of, of him killing uh, uh, uh Festus, but, 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 but it never happened, but oh no, he, he handled it. I'm like, obviously he had the technology and he, he knew what it would take to keep Icarus down and mm-hmm. he did it perfectly. Um, I, I loved uh, his character. And, and like I said before, how there was people in my audience that, that had that moment where they look, look, let me tell you guys, look guys, for one, forget, forget about the fact that, that like, like technically these are like engineered, like, like, like maybe like robot, like people, why would they have the same hangups over sexuality as we have as human beings? Exactly. But because I- they're not really technically humans, but at the same time, even if they were technically humans, if they're eternal. Exactly. Why would they care about things like sexuality? Like I like I'm I'm you you tell me I'm gonna live for a million years. I'm gonna experiment. Yeah, I'm you gonna, go, you gotta try <laughs> like, like that's the that that's one thing in my in in all honesty, I'm gonna be completely honest. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing about immortal characters. I'm like, why the fuck would they be straight? Yeah, like why? 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 There's no reason. There's no I mean, logical te- te- explanation te- as to why they would be straight. Technically, like, human being they should look at us as human beings the way human beings look at ants. We're yeah. like, we're like, what are we compared to them? Like, what exactly. cares? Can you tell me the difference between a female and a and a male ant? No, I can't. <laughs> like, we're, yeah. we're all the same. Like, did he like, fell in love with who he fell in love with? And that's the thing too. It gets me because I'm just like, I don't know if you know, but I'm like, I'm bi. Um, I'm bi lady, and so like. I, um, like when I saw that and it's like, I'm not, obviously I'm not a gay man, but like, I still like literal, I cried. Like there was like tears running down my face. I sobbed a bit because that was like the first, and I love Marvel movies. I've been watching Marvel movies for years. I have been like into the MCU for a very long time. And this was the first time where I was like, wow, like I feel like it, not exactly my part of the community, but at least a part of it has been seen. Mm-hmm. And it's in one of my favorite franchises. And it's yeah. one of my favorite, like, things to experience. And I finally got to see just a tiny part of myself. Right. And that was just, like, it made me cry. And I don't think people quite understand just how powerful it is to be able to see things like that on screen. Because, again, I've been watching movies, like starring white guys named Chris for years. And I finally got to see something else that actually resonated on a personal level. Right. And that is powerful. Media is powerful. And being able to, there's people forget. I'm like, people love, like one of my mutuals, black gay comic geek. Like he's a black gay comic geek. And people forget that like people like Faistos exist in real life and they enjoy comics and they enjoy things that everyone does because we're human and it's such a human experience and there it's so sad to me that there's a whole group of people that want to completely delete a human experience because it's icky to them yeah like and it's just they don't even take a second to understand just how important it would be for someone like black gay comic geek who loves things who loves the mcu just as much as we do to sit down and see himself on screen you know and 
it's important. It, and, pe- and people want to say it's not important. I'm like, if you say it's not important, it's because you've never had a problem seeing yourself on screen. You, you've never yeah, had an you issue nev- you've never seeing had someone like you yeah. in a positive light. Right. Because that's, an, that's another thing too, where it's like Faceless was a positive character. He was smart and kind and he had, was compassionate and he had a conscience and a soul. And he just felt so deeply for the people. And he was funny and he had these funny moments and just effort and he was a great dad and a great husband and just a human and it was such a human thing to watch this eternal being was such an was such a human person yeah and it was beautiful and i cried (laughs) oh no i agree i I love the the actor's name uh uh byron uh, to henry i remember i read an article where he said that when he first got offered the role he was like, oh, okay, well, well, great. I'm about to be in a Marvel movie. I guess I got to bulk up and I got to get in shape. And then and he says that the, uh, the director, Chloe's out, was like, no, no, I want you to be exactly the way you are. Come this, as you are. For, come as you as this for this character. And that was so refreshing uh, uh, to him. He didn't, he didn't have to, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm wondering while I'm, I'm wondering now why, uh, if, um, uh, if, if if Kumal was like, wait, wait, how, why did I have to bulk up if he didn't have to bulk up? But but it was cool that this because because this actor he he because I know I, I just recently watched him in that show at Atlanta. He said that he was used to being like he felt like he was gonna be uh, typecast in Hollywood. He was always gonna be like a gangster type of character mm-hmm. and all that. And then like for a Marvel movie, everybody has to get six packs for mm-hmm. a, a comic book movie. But she was like, no, like you said, come as you are. And he was like, oh, and I, wow. And I love that so much too, because again, like the concept themselves of just Eternals, right? Yeah. And they just made, again, like people that you could see walking down the street. Yeah, people you could see they weren't, in, yeah. They weren't these, like, I mean, Angelina Jolie's a goddess, but like, <laughs> and Gemma Chan is a babe and like yeah. every, like. Yeah, no, they had babes, they had regular, fun, they had the dad bod. Richard had... Madden has cheekbones fucking yeah. sculpted to the gods, but like, they yeah. also had like, they had people where it's like, yeah, that could be my neighbor. That yeah. could be just a guy that I see walking down the street. That's just like the dude that said hi to me or opened the door for me. Like, it's right. just such a down-to-earth thing because like not everyone can get up and look like Richard Madden you know not everyone can get up and just be full glam all that I'm not full glam all that I'm not wearing I'm I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt no makeup freaking day three hair like it's not like it's just refreshing to see a person on the screen that reflects humanity and it's not just a giant ripped god like thor which i love thor but like it's it, it's but, nice but it to was refreshing see. to see thor when he when he got when he became fat thor it was, it was and, and here's the thing that thor was so hot when he got that like <laughs> that beard and the and the braided beard and like the the new armor and them i was like oh my god like, like i that, do declare <laughs> like that like that's the thing where it's like i think it's so much like gilgamesh oh my god yeah. my male wife gilgamesh. like he was so attractive to me yeah. like that, that that's the thing where it's just like humanity and just being like a normal human being is so fucking attractive mm. and i think people devalue that sometimes in hollywood where everything is glitz and glam and yeah. polished and perfect hair and perfect makeup and even when you're bleeding you're still looking hot with a six-pack like yeah. 
I think it's so refreshing to just see human beings on the screen. I love that. No, I agree. And and the power through because I know uh, we're running out of time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through yeah. the rest of the characters uh, real quick. What were your quick thoughts on um, on 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 Barry uh, Keegan's uh, character, Druig? Uh, Druig had no business being as attractive as he was. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love the fact that they. That I felt like I I had pre prejudged them in the beginning. I thought he's gonna be our main bad guy like he's something i don't like his like i didn't like him at first he was the way he wants to control human like technically what he was talking about he wants like if he would just would control everyone he could he could have solved the problems fast faster and i and i thought and i i thought that that's what what was what we were going to deal with by the end of the movie and mm -hmm. then and then he he was uh, just vibing with his own comedy right, exactly <laughs> i it, it really it really threw me he was so complex through the whole movie, the second you thought you had him figured out, like, no, you don't, you don't I, know at all. And here's the thing where it's like, he kind of has that dichotomy of like, cause he's a very morally gray character in my opinion, mm -hmm. because he did not write things. I don't think it's okay to take away people's free will. Um, like no matter how hot you are, Wanda. Um, and so like, I, I, I do believe that humans were afforded free will and should be able to use their free will however the way that he looked at it where it's like they're using their free will to hurt each other yeah and i, and, and I can stop that right now and he wasn't doing it out of malice he wasn't doing it out of like i want to control them so they can be my minions and they yeah. can work for me they were doing it because they were killing each other yeah. and he, he wanted, wanted that, them that to stop. stop killing each other they, they wanted to stop the chaos and he was angry because he was afforded this ability and given this ability and not even able to use it for good. And that's the complexity of like, is it okay to take away people's autonomy, people's consent, people's free will? Absolutely not. And also, is it okay to stand by and watch people kill each other when you have the power to stop it? Yeah. And it just makes you ask those deep questions that are just like is this wrong or is this right and then he did some wrong things too he literally yes. had flesh bag humans uh, with guns against deviants knowing damn well it wouldn't do shit like that's the thing it's like exactly let them go and give them the chance to run like what the he, fuck <laughs> he also had the moment of literally using people as weapons as well which i yeah. think was also kind of like an an inevitable route he probably would have gone down because when you use a power like that you can very easily overuse it yes and you can very easily use it sometimes to your advantage and not for the greater good yes so i do think that he's a very complex but complex complex character and also any man that looks at his girl like that like you could you could nuke the world and I'd be like he's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true, no, no, true. I, I agree. With, I agree with you. Uh, now, before we, uh, I know this is it. Now here is here's the character I know you really want to talk about. This is the one that you that represents you the most, right? Because this is the one you wanted for the for the thumbnail. There she Tina. is, the the Thor, the the goddess of war. Oh, she's such a bad bitch, and I'm so okay. I'm kind of. Oh, I'm kind of back and forth on how they handled her character because I think mm -hmm. they knew that she was a very powerful character. Right. I think they knew her potential and I think they knew that if she was in any given situation, she would beat someone's ass. So they had to do something to her by giving her Bad Weary to 
kind of take her out of commission to yeah. not have her overshadow yeah, the I, rest I, of I, No, I agree because I feel like if there was anybody that could take Icarus down like she would have beat she was she just like I'd like to ass. and I'm just like I would have loved to also see her just beat us <laughs> she was the goddess of war and and I, I mean like I, said, I don't know what she's like in the comic book but for her mm -hmm. to not have the ability to fly was odd to me I would think that she would be able to fly but mm -hmm. that's just me thinking about Icarus I mean I mean I mean I'm, I'm sorry I mean, think about the, the goddess of war Old school warfare was very much grounded, so I do believe it kind of makes sense for her to be grounded, kind of using a sh fabricated sword and shield. That was a great effect, also. Was, Icarus was the um, only one who could fly, right? I think so. I hmm. think he was the only one who could fly. Um, very Superman of him, but um, basically, like I think the reason why they gave her Madawari is because they knew that she would just on site beat Icarus's ass. And like- I'm curious why they didn't make her the one to do what Icarus did. I think because you saw like, a, like Thena is a warrior. However, she had that side, like, especially during that scene where she was like, I don't want to forget. I want to remember. I want to know who I am. Mm -hmm. She isn't just a fighter. She's also a lover and she also loves humanity and loves the life she's lived and loves her friends. And she didn't want to lose that part of herself. So I think that, yes, like skill wise, she's a fighter, but personality wise, she's so much more like just like she's like, you even saw her in her own weird way. She was so nice to face as his son. Like mm -hmm. she was so um, just like, like in a weird overly aggressive kind of like because she she stabbed a fruit in front of him which i don't think was age appropriate but like <laughs> in front of the, she, in front of a, she still had like this warmth and this like just understanding to just chill with the kid and just like proudly of, uh, state who she is. in front of fatos's uh son yeah yeah so like that's that's why i think that she wasn't going to be the antagonist because here's the thing about icarus Icarus was like he like he even had like this kind of um like grandiose about himself like when they mentioned the Avengers and he's like they have nobody leading them I think I would be a good leader and then when he was just like I don't think Ajax have chose you and so he had this kind of grandiose like thing about himself meanwhile um Athena was much more grounded and she valued the skills and the like her and she valued her family just as much as she valued herself right and the thing about icarus the reason why he kind of gave like antagonist vibes is because he did have that they, there was even like a little sprinkle in there when he was trying to compliment cersei and ended up saying i'm very beautiful which was kind of a i think a little easter egg uh, and a little like more of what's to come because it's he still made his love about Cersei about himself, even if it was by accident. And I think that it was very fitting that he turned out to be the traitor yeah. because even in like accidental instances, he still made everything about himself. That's true. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, what about uh, moving on? And then uh, we talk, and if we're, if we're talking about Angelina Jolie uh, as Thena. Got to uh, briefly uh, speak. Do you okay? So the debate is going on online. 
was it a marriage was it a relationship was uh was uh gilgamesh and uh and Athena were they married were they a couple what do you so in my opinion yes and here's why because I think a lot of people look at relationships through a very a like just media lens and be a very like just standard lens they think a typical romantic relationship needs to be like kissing hugging holding hands sex all that stuff they think that it needs to be a full-on display Mm -hmm. of love and affection all the time for it to Mm -hmm. be valid and Mm -hmm. i don't believe that i believe that you can have romance and you can have affection and love for someone and be in a romantic relationship without having to look at the camera hold hands and be like we are a couple you know what i mean and i think that while people are also just like, why can't people just be friends? Like, there's here's the thing, like especially with like couples, like mixed race couples, couples that are different body types, couples who are not the Western standard of a power couple, and especially since like again growing up watching media, what being a queer person, and also just exper- looking at love and experiencing love differently than a typical person you can kind of pick up on things and you can pick up on subtext that wouldn't immediately be like obvious to the standard viewer, if that makes any sense. Because when I saw their relationship, I was just like, this is a marriage. It didn't have to be like, again, kissing, having sex on the sand and like getting sand in places you didn't need to get sand. It was still very much a partnership a lifelong partnership and that's isn't that what a marriage is right like that's the thing where it's like at its core isn't that what a marriage is so yeah i think that they were in a relationship and it didn't have to be the standard kissing hugging like cuddling all the time like publicly displaying things all the time it could just be and I thought it was very, very cute. <laughs> and by, by the by, the end of the movie, when Icarus um, threw himself into the sun, like uh, that, the whole metaphor about him flying, Icarus flew so close to the sun. I love the fact that they said that. I, oh, uh, was it Sprite who in, in made that story up about Icarus? Yeah, flying? she made the story up, and then that's how he died. <laughs> and that's how he died. I'm like, do uh, do you think he's really dead? Do you think? Do you think either? Or, or do you think the celestial uh, will, will will bring a new Icarus in, like something like that? Maybe it will be the same Icarus. Okay, listen, another Icarus. I don't think there's anywhere his character could go from here. You don't think so? You know what I mean? Like, in all honesty, like I'm not a big super fan of I. There's only like a handful of characters where I'm just like, yes, we could do something with this character should they come back. I want Gilgamesh back. Mm-hmm. I want Gilgamesh back. I don't want. I don't want Mr. Manipulator. I want man life back. Um, because here's the thing about his character. Here's the thing about Icarus's character. Icarus, again, is very standard. He is very much what you would expect to see out of any movie, any franchise, anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I love Richard Madden. I, he, his character made me cry in the 2015 Cinderella. Like, I, I think he's a very talented actor. Mm-hmm. But... As for Icarus's character, as it stands in the MCU, I think he served his purpose because at the end of the day, it wasn't about him. It was about everything else. And what what good would he do coming back? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
what would he serve coming back other to be other than to be that awkward ex and like that's all he would be because at the end of the day who saved the world it was cersei and the rest of the eternals like at the end of the day who was the one that we followed the most it was cersei and the rest of the eternals yeah. like yeah, icarus I... kind of left the way he came in just randomly and not needed like <laughs> I, I agree. I, there's one, the one thing I can say about Icarus is that like he, he did have that one formula uh, for a, a villain that I, mm -hmm. I do like where I, the, I feel like the most, the, whatever the franchise is or the, whatever the movie is, the, the most dangerous villains are the ones that know in their heart that what they are doing is right. Like everybody else is wrong and I'm right. And like, even then, that's one thing about this movie, I guess, because it's my personal point of view as well. Um, one thing that kind of didn't hit for me in the movie, um, um, which is one of the things where I'm just kind of like, eh, like I feel like I, something else would have been a little bit better to argue about, mm -hmm. was the fact that the big issue was if we um, prevent Temet, it was Timet, um, which was mm -hmm. the... Uh, celestial that was in the earth right mm -hmm. that was these that was that Pre celestial yeah, preventing his birth right if we prevent the birth of that celestial then it will prevent billions of beings from existing and i and then literally in my head i was like i don't care i was like but if yeah. that like we're, in all we're, honesty, we're here like, now he's sleep Let exactly fuck. i'm just like we we currently exist now humanity yeah currently has billions of people now yeah we, and yeah, we woke he these, sleep <laughs> these, these people don't fucking exist yeah. like why why do you want me to care about, about people that don't exist about potential people you, you oh, know what oh, i mean oh, oh oh my god you just you just made me realize uh something that, all right wait hold on say, say something else real quick yeah so oh. like that's that that was the one thing okay, that kind of um kind of took me out of it because mm -hmm. i'm just like why the hell would I give a crap about people who don't exist? I, you know what? And here's a weird thing. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm the only person who thought about this. And I'm thinking, maybe I'm weird. But while I was watching this movie, I'm like, I was thinking, is this a metaphor for, um, like, like pro-choice right? That's or? what it felt like. That's what I was thinking. It felt like I was time. watching pro-life propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell is going on? <laughs> um, I thought, you want me to sacrifice billions of people for people who whole ass don't exist. This, exactly. What? Because we care about, uh, yeah, we're pro-life. Yeah, you're pro-life until the person is born. And then, okay, Celestia, you're born now. You just killed all those billions Yeah, of people. you've just killed billions of people. Billions now, of people yeah. suffered at your expense. Now what? So is what? it really worth it? Yeah, yeah. No, so what you going to do now? And I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, like, that, that's, that's kind of what I was like when I sat back and I was watching that when Kingo was like, but billions of people won't be born. I was like, so, so? Billions, like, okay. billions of people exist now. What are you I'm talking like, about? Alive now. Like, like, I don't, I don't, I have a family now. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in, in any movie. I never believed in that. Anybody who feels that their strategy is we should destroy this world to, to, to save this other world. You're basically 
least you're saying... canceling a bad thing out with yeah, another bad exactly. thing because you're going to do it again. Exactly. You're going to have these people be bored just to destroy them again. So it, what's the point? Exactly. You might as well. Like, let what, run... That's the thing. It's like, what's the point? Like with, but like with Thanos, I'm, I'm dusting half of humanity to save humanity. Well, everything was worse afterwards. So did you actually accomplish anything? Well, no. The, well, the, 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 the ocean life improved. I mean, the ocean life. <laughs> well, here's the thing: he killed half the ocean life too. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was half. But, but with half of humans that were hunting and and fishing too much gone. Then why didn't he just then, get half the humans? That's not what. That's not how it worked. It's about like, balance. But, could, but balance but, my ass. But like, you, you, you Thanos take out, had so many options. But you, but like, you and take, he chose genocide. But you take but out, like, you take out half of the humans. Who are causing the the like ninety percent of the harm? And but here's the out... thing: if you take out half of the resources as well, because animals are still resources, mm -hmm. then did you actually accomplish yes. anything? Yes, I yes, I I say yes. So because... half the cattle and half the humans, you, you have the same amount it's of hamburgers. It, it's it's math. You half the cattle is gone, half the resources is gone, but half of the hunters. Who are not? Who are when I say hunters, I mean humans. But half of the humans who are doing too much, who are doing ninety nine percent of the problems on the planet, but at are the gone. same time, it's like it's gonna take a while to reaccumulate, especially if something was already endangered. Yeah, like he didn't really think about that either. Well, well, animals that were endangered in the nineteenth century had a better chance of surviving versus in the twenty first century because technology and advance. Like, like it, it, it was different. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I, that's a whole different thing. We're, uh, we're a whole different. We're gonna, whole different we're gonna debate on this, but it, it, it leads me into the last one of the last things we'll talk about is the the the, the villains. What yeah. what was your overall uh, thought of uh, of the villains the, in this movie? Um, so I would have liked to see more of Bill Skarsgård, um, uh -huh. which was the main deviant. I thought um, that he was gonna do more. Same. He got nerfed so fast. So he literally fast. spoke. He spoke for a second, and then he got his ass sliced. He just learned. It's like imagine a kid learning to walk, and then the parent and just pushes him down. Like <laughs> stop that. <laughs> like I wanted to know more about that because here's the thing: we can get more of Arishem any other time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think it would have benefited the story more had that main deviant just left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And they gained enough sentience to know that this fight wasn't worth fighting exactly. and they left. Exactly. I've, I've, because here's the thing, what are we going to learn now from them? Nothing because nothing. they're dead. Now they're gone. But I felt I felt like what he was saying his cause because for one it never it, they never explained or never made it made sense all the deviants that's ever existed we had the one deviant that learned how to absorb uh, uh, Eternals powers that was never explained but that's fine well, but here's because he existed I thought that maybe this guy was special and maybe he would last a little longer like what you just said walking away made more sense versus getting. Cause he no here's the thing. All he was doing was gaslight girl boss gatekeeping Athena, knowing the like here's like and that's the thing where it's like he went from not just kind of being a monster to just absorbing Gilgamesh's power and then suddenly being able to speak. So that honestly, in my opinion, I think he should have had enough sentience to know that he shouldn't have squared up. Yeah. 
I, like, I in the movie, I thought the sec- when he started explaining why he was doing what he was doing, I th- I I thought that was a great uh, pivot point in the uh, in the movie. I thought, oh my god! Or we were told in the beginning that the de- we we killed the deviants, but now it's like, oh, mate, well, maybe we need to sympathize with. It. I thought we were gonna go into a whole thing where we were gonna empathize and sympathize with the deviants, and I, but then they killed them, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that theory's gone. Yeah, I think they kind of. I think his existence was mainly to get Dina out of the way. Yeah, I felt. I felt like that was one of the things that, for me, it dropped the ball on because I thought that that the whole thing about making us empathize with the deviants was a great twist uh, that happened, but it, and it only lasted for like five. It kind of would have been like what happened with the scrolls. Yes, in Captain Marvel. Yes, where at first we thought they were the bad, bad guys, guys, but it turns out they were just trying to vibe. Yeah. They were just trying to live. Yeah, even though and... even even after what we know from the comic books, we all assumed they were the bad guys. But in the MCU, they were. We, they we are empathized neutral to good. Yeah, they were immigrants and... that we need to that they, we need to help. So I think they should have probably gone that route or yes. they should have saved him and set him up for being the villain of the next movie. Same. Well, okay. He should have left and we shouldn't have not seen him and then he should have popped up in a future project. That's okay. okay. No, uh, same. I agree. Uh, 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 the celestial, the, uh, Arisham. Uh, Arisham. What, what do you, what do you think? Is, is he the big bad? Is Kang uh, the, the conqueror the big bad or is this just, uh, is he not? What do you think? I don't think he's going to be the big bad of this phase four. I think he's going, because here's the thing. He, Ersham, he has some weird vibes for me because he could have just easily killed him. Like been like, uh, you fucked up. I'm going to nuke this planet. This is not what I paid you for. (laughs) Yeah. Like he could have completely just called HR on their ass and just (laughs) had them fired exactly. like he could have carried their asses <laughs> completely just been like earth gone yeah you gone hotel travago like he could have just like completely ended everyone's career exactly. obviously they can't do that because you know future mc because kevin, because, Kevin's, because kevin but, feige is more uh, powerful because kevin feige said no okay but he's more powerful than a celestial <laughs> i i think that it's more of a again like neutral to bad Mm-hmm. Where it's like not necessarily evil, but also like I don't give a shit about your motives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like personally, I don't care about his motives. I don't. Uh, again, I'm not going to care about billions of people that don't exist. Right. Um, I'm sorry. Right. Uh, you can't have me care about characters who are literally not there. Exactly. So um, that that's the thing where it's just like, oh yes, I'll like let humanity live. However, I'm going to judge them based on your memories to see if they are worthy. Right. Which like, what are you judging them based off of? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what are you? What is your baseline for this? Because it's obvious that other planets, other galaxies, because you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, they also have b- mean people and wars and genocide and awful things. So, what are you basing your judgment of humanity on? Right. Like, what are you, what is, what is the baseline for being worthy? It's kind of like Mjolnir, where it's like, you don't have to be the most stand-up person to wield Mjolnir, but like, what are the parameters for not clapping humanity's existence? You know, like, what are the states? Because like other places are perfectly allowed to live just fine. And they're also terrible. So what's going on? Like, what's, what's the baseline? And I'm, and I'm assuming that the, um, uh, from what I've heard in the movie, that 
that the celestials planted those seeds to create a new celestial and not in every planet, but in certain planets. So I'm, I'm sure I'm, I guess Earth was one of those those one of those uh, planets. But but it's like, OK, so because I, I assume like if it, if it was that important to you and then the Eternals interfered with that, that, yeah, like you said, then why not just destroy the earth afterwards and, and uh, punish them and, all, and, 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 and try again and try again somewhere else. But 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 they didn't. So it's like, OK, is uh, uh, is it that important? I'm like, oh, okay. exactly. If the I'm like, you literally, OK, like one of your coworkers just got murked. Yeah. And you just kind of were like, all right, you're kinda, I'll just interrogate the people that murdered him. Maybe let yeah. them go. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, I, you you pretty much gave a a, a a universal wag of the finger at this. But in 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 any in anybody, like I'm sure if somebody were to come into your house and uh, harm your 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 dog that I heard in the background, I'm sure you'd have done more to oh, that person. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Um, this is, yeah. that was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. That was a joke. Yeah, I'm, I'm we, joking. Yeah. Uh, um, that, that, yeah. They would not be dead as hell. They would not be dead as hell. Let's just say They would like be that. fully alive. Yes. Um, we were no so laws alive. Breaking. We were so alive them. We exactly. will so, they'd be so alive. Yeah. Um, that's, not, that's how we'll say it. But, uh, but yeah, no, I know exactly what you, what, what you mean. But, uh, the last two, uh, topics, uh, real quick. Harry Styles, what did you what 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 did you uh what did you think what 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 happened in the, in that moment <laughs> for you? Um, so I I knew it was coming because people can't keep their damn mouth shut. But mm-hmm. um, I just feel weird with uh, Harry Styles in the MCU. Um, I don't think he's a bad actor. I quite like him and I quite like his work. Um, it's just weird. I did not, out of all the people I would have thought would be in the MCU, Harry Styles just did not come across my mind, you know? So, I didn't like, know any, I didn't know anything about the, when they said Star Fox, I'm like, wait, that old Super Nintendo video game? I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was thinking about like a Super Nintendo game, too. I don't know what the but hell was like, going on. Here. And apparently, according to people, like, I saw a picture, like, oh, he looks exactly like his, like, comic book counterpart. I'm like, but does that matter? I'm like, I'm, I'm like okay. That, like, it does? Great. Like, I, I don't think exact replicas, because, like, the, the face structure looks really similar. Did, like, you, did you hear any, was there any, like, audience reaction when he came on screen? Not really, because I think everyone already knew. I, um, I, there were, uh, over he, over here there was a few I heard of some some girls because uh, it was mixed between press and you know regular uh, uh, audience and some lady oh my god it's Harry Styles I was like what the fuck what's going on yeah so but I, like I, I I didn't get it but hey if you like it I love it <laughs> I, I I think it's fine like I think when we see more of him I'll see less of Harry Styles and more of the character he's supposed to be portraying yeah um. Because, I, I, again, it's kind of just like, I can't stop seeing... I, I was kind of afraid to, with Angelina Jolie, I was afraid I was only going to see Angelina Jolie. Ah, um, yes, that's true. I was too. So, and I was also only afraid... I was afraid that I was only going to see Salma Hayek. But, because they're such big people, you know what I mean? They're yeah. just, they're big people. Yeah. So, like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid that I'm going to just see this actor and not the character. Yes. And it didn't happen. I saw the characters just fine. 
So I just need to see more of Harry Styles as Star Fox, and maybe I'll see the character in less Harry Styles. Uh, what about Pip? Did you th did you agree with some critics were saying that the Pip animation wasn't all that great, or did it you? It wasn't care? great. You, um, oh, you can you, you feel it same? wasn't great. That's one thing that kind of stuck out to me, especially since everything else was so good, like so, the visual yeah. effects were stunning and then they had this like ps3 character. i felt like they rushed it yeah i feel like that was like all right hurt and get it in there uh, we don't, we that don't was care. some last ass minute shit. yeah I, like I, that's that's that, the thing where i'm like i they didn't invest I, in, in it hard because they knew it was just only going to be for a few minutes so they didn't invest yeah, the rest of the movie looked so good that i feel like that was just to it, sort them. it was jarring all yeah. right before we are right, last but not least the uh ah! the end credit the end credits, la the very last scene that we saw. What did you think about the whole thing? The whole time in this movie, this guy was supposed to be pretending like he was a regular dude, but now we learned that uh, he's gonna have um, uh, was it the Black Knight, the Ebony Knight? Black Knight, yeah. He's gonna have like a a, a future into the MC. So what what did you what did you think about that that end credit scene when uh, I love Blade? It was one of the first Marvel movies I'd ever seen, along with like I I, I got introduced with Marvel because of the X Men trilogy. Uh -huh. uh, I know it's not MCU. I know it's just Marvel, but like um, X Men and Blade were the things that introduced me to Marvel in general. Right. So and also like the Sam Raimi like Spider Man trilogy. So basically anything that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s is the reason why I am the way I am. Mm. And I saw all the, uh, the Blade movies with my dad. We marathoned them all in one day when I was like 11, 12. And I was like, oh my God, like I love vampires. Um, <laughs> if you look at my page, occasionally I'll just see a random rambling about vampire media. I, 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 thought, I think I saw some, some vampire teeth in some of those posts. Yes, I love <laughs> vampires and I love Blade. So I'm so excited. Did you, when you, when you first heard the got, voice, like, did you think it was Blade when you first heard the voice? At first I was like, what the? Like I, I was originally gonna be like, is that a watcher? Cause like we had just gotten off of what if. So I was like, huh? And then afterwards, I was just like, wait a damn minute. And then I saw the internet and I was like, it was Blade! <laughs> so, so before you got confirmation from the internet, you thought it was the Watcher. Yeah. When, when I first heard the voice, I thought, oh, what was his name? Um, from Doctor Strange. Remember he was, uh, the problem with the world is too many wizards. What, um, for 12 years a slave. Um, oh God, let me, let me pull up. Um, let me pull up his name. Cast. Chiotel Edgerford. I thought mm -hmm. it was, I thought that was his character. Oh. Uh, because, but only because uh, it felt like the, the sword was obviously magical mm -hmm. and, and whatnot. And his whole thing at the end of, of, of Doctor Strange was you know, destroying anything wizard related, like too many wizards. And I thought, I'm like, where, where the hell is Sheatoy Edgeforce character uh, at? Yeah, Baron, where, where the hell is Baron? I thought and that, then that was him. Dane was like, oh my God, you're not a wizard, are you? Like, yeah. Cause like, he, I he understand why you would think exa that. Exactly, he kept bringing up wizards over and over. But then it turns out that it was because the sword was enchanted by Merlin, which, mm -hmm. and for all I know, may, may, maybe this is where Sheatoy Edgeforce, a uh, character Baron, can, would come back if, if not in Doctor Strange 2 but in, a, in mm -hmm. another MCU movie maybe with Blade and with this character it makes sense because there's a Merlin tie there's a magic tie obviously and then 
here's the thing too, because um the trailer for Morbius came out, which is a Sony picture. Uh-huh. But so I'm just like, oh my god, like are we actually gonna be getting like a shit ton of crossovers? Like for with like Disney and Sony? Because like I believe it, like at least in the comics, um Blade and Morbius, like <laughs> like they yeah. just they cro- there was there there was some bad blood there, huh? Oh, Get it, bad blood I, th- I feel like the timing is so off with that. I honestly, I feel like like the uh, the, the 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 Sony Mar- Marvel merger uh, is is slowly is coming to an end, and there's only a few. Maybe, but there's still a deal in place where where uh, even because people predict that, and I'm one of them. That once we get No Way Home, this will be Sony officially announcing to the world. So, uh, Sp- uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is being plucked out of the MCU and now coming into the Sony Spider-Man verse. And we're, cl- yeah. but he will he will be able to in the future go back and forth when we you know when we want to do the crossover stuff. And I feel like if this would have been done so if Blade would have came out sooner, I would have said yes, more. Yes, it makes sense that that because there was a Sony deal where. Um, you help us, you know, establish a new Spider-Man, and then we'll allow you to use him in the MCU. But you also have to let us, let us Sony, let us Sony use some of your MCU characters, which is why Robert Downey Jr. was allowed to be in home, uh, um, Homecoming and blah, blah. Yeah. that. That's the that's the Sony uh, Marvel deal, and it makes sense for Morbius or Blade or whatever to to also be a part of that. But yeah. there's so few. Um, a chance that like they they have a certain number of full movies and certain number of cameos to pull to pull an MCU character into the Sony verse and blah blah. And so few of them left. I'm hoping that if they're gonna do it, they need to do it like now because. And I believe also I think um Blade has also been delayed. Unfortunately, it's, yeah, it's been so. So uh, if this would have been if Blade would have been coming out like two three two years ago, I would have been like, oh yeah, Blade's gonna be in a couple Spider Man movies or whatever. Yeah, I, they they just they cast Mahershala though, like just in like 2019. Yeah, though, ex- so. exactly. But with with it all winding down, I I think it will happen, Morbius and whatnot, because I think the the especially the fans who remember the Spider Man animated uh, animated series from the 90s when Blade, mm-hmm. Morbius, and Spider Man tangled, they pop up in that. They they that's what they want to see but if they don't do it within the next five years i don't think it's gonna be weird i don't think they will ever do it it has to be done within the next five years Mm -hmm. after i mean after morbius is released not now after morbius if they don't morbius coming out soon it's in like it's January. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If after more, I, I'm that's what I'm starting to clock. If I if you want to see a Spider-Man, Blade, Morbius kind of thing happen, the clock st- to me starts after Morbius is released. If if Sony doesn't use one of their, we we have it in our contract to use an MCU character real quick in a Sony movie, or we have this this time to use Tom Holland in an MCU movie. After that, you know, Sony door is closed. I don't, if, I, if, I, if they don't if they don't pull that trigger within five years after Morbius, I don't think they'll ever do it. Mm-hmm. I just that's just my belief. I'm a, but that's just me speculating. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think we've gone through all the topics that I, that I had uh, written down. The, um, before I let you go, did you uh, the news that just popped off yesterday about uh, the writers of the of the um, of the movie um, the, have said that they were interested in a 
prequel, a Disney Plus prequel. Yes. Are you up, are you 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 down for that? Yes. I want to see more of them. I want to see more of their antics, especially what they did separately for all those years. Uh-huh. Like I want to see more um Gilgamesh and Thena. I want to see more Druig and Makari. I want to see all of that. Yes. I want all of it. I think like, it would work. Even even if it was a limited series, even if it was only for one season. Here's how and, so and here's how you can do it. Even if they were only want to do it for one season, each episode would be focused on each eternal. Yes. That's just going all. through their lives. Going through their lives. And, until exactly. what happens until the, in eternal. In exactly. That's all I would, you would love need. that. Like I'm so invested. Like I want to see, like, because like the druid in the commune, like Makari just like collecting everything like a goblin. Like Gilgamesh just like learning how to do all these things and like hanging out with Dina. Like, bro, I want to see all of it. Exactly. Like, all of it. I want it all. No, no, I agree. So I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I like I said, uh, my final thoughts on it was I feel like this movie is a is a classic uh, uh, Marvel uh, movie. I feel like it's gonna get the same treat overall treatment the way like Thor. I'm uh, not Thor. Um, uh, Age of Ultron uh, is getting how at first people were like in comparison to the first Avengers that it wasn't uh, uh, that great. But now for some reason out of nowhere, people have been going back to Age of Ultron. Was like, no, that was actually it was uh, good. It actually, was, it was great. And and what I feel like once we get some distance from Eternals or when we get the next Eternals, I feel like this movie is going to get the treatment that uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi got. Everybody was oh, hating, yeah. hating on Last Jedi until The Rise of Star uh, Skywalker came out. Then everybody was like, oh, I love Like, oh, yeah. Right. I loved it from the beginning. Yeah, I, I did too. I liked it before it was cool to like it. Yeah, but the, fan, but the fandom menace people were all like hating on it until the <laughs> next. So when we get the next Eternals related movie, that's when I feel like the Eternals will it's be gonna appreciated. Age well, like fine it, wine. It's it it will it it guarantee once we see the big picture. That's that's my uh, mm-hmm. overall thoughts. Uh, what are, what about you? What are, uh, what are your final thoughts uh, about uh, the Eternals before I let you go? Um, honestly, overall, I gave it a solid like eight point six out of ten, mm-hmm. and uh, not like the best freaking Marvel movie I'd ever seen in my life, but definitely not the worst and right. definitely not down there with some of the, and it's just, honestly, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I enjoyed it a lot. I had a good time. I cared a lot. I laughed a lot. I cried a lot. And that's what I want movies to do to me. I want to feel, I want to have a good time. I want to have fun. I want to think. And Eternals did that for me. And I loved it. So I hope to see more of it. I hope to see more of the characters. Uh, Stan Gilgamesh for clear skin. And Druig had no business being that fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Makari's a queen. Outstanding. Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that is our uh, thoughts, our spoiler talk for uh, the Eternals. We had a few uh, uh, comments in the in the section. I, I noticed that uh, somebody goes, and, and I'm not lying when I say, I don't know if you can see it right there. Jameson says, uh, Dane, uh, Dane, Chris, how are you? How are you so gosh darn handsome? I did not pay him to say that, but thank you, bro. Uh, and, uh, we got some hearts, uh, from, uh, Sarah, <laughs> but, well, that's just me. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I kept you overtime and whatnot, but I wanted to get through, uh, get your thoughts on, on everything. Uh, if we want to find you online. Remind the audience where people can find you if they want to reach out to you. 
Uh, you can find me on TikTok. Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. All of it's going to be Amanda just vibing. Uh, all one word. It's probably going to be on the, uh, the screen somewhere. And uh, you should definitely follow me. I make a lot of chaotic nerd content. My dog is squeaking a toy. I'm so sorry. And um, I do a lot of like just commentary, comedy, um, and then the occasional cosplay. So yeah, if you're into that stuff, follow me. And if you're not, follow me anyway and figure it out. Exactly, and I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you close the show. Uh, the show with, if you don't mind, uh, uh, doing your special catchphrase for uh, for people. The reason why you're so beloved by the comic book ge uh, geeks, if you can shout it out real quick. Okay, Marvel. Uh <laughs> our supporters help make all this content possible. So make sure you check out our Patreon page so you can help us. Our supporters help make all this content possible, so make sure you check out our Patreon page so you can help us bring you the content you want. Push the pedal to the freaking metal. I'm turned up just like heavy metal. Yo. Turned up on another level. Push the pedal to the freaking metal. I'm turned up just like heavy metal.